Hello, everybody. Welcome to the lunch table. I'm your host, Evan, and today I am joined with Nick. And today we're going to do some NBA playoff predictions. Uh, the play-in starts tomorrow, and so um, we're going to be giving our predictions. But before we begin, make sure to follow us on Instagram and TikTok at lunchtable.takes. Without further ado, we'll head into the first play-in game. Um, we're going to start with the Eastern Conference side of the bracket, Hawks versus Heat. Uh, Nick, I'll let you start this one off. Who you got? Uh, yeah, I, I think that all the playing games, especially the, the Eastern Conference ones, are kind of irrelevant. Um, and this is this is one of them. Uh, I think I'll I'll take the Hawks in this scenario. Um, I don't think a seven seed has ever lost their uh, initial playing game, but I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Hawks to be the team that kind of ends that streak. I just think Trey Young. Um, has performed better in these kinds of situations than uh, Jimmy Butler and Miami have. Um, and I think they kind of have something to prove. You know, they made the finals a couple – or not the finals. They made the Eastern Conference finals a couple years ago. They've had a couple down uh, down seasons. I think that's where they they kind of changed that. I'll take the Hawks in this game. Uh, I'm going to go with the Heat. I think uh, this team was just – last season was in the Eastern Conference. Obviously, they've – regressed um pretty considerably but i still think you got playoff jimmy who can uh, uh definitely lead the team you still got bam who's a defensive anchor down there um and then you got guys like i know kyle lowry's been banged up you still got kyler hero like they still have a good team and i think outside of trey young i don't really love what the hogs have so i think that they're gonna edge them out in like a close game and then, yeah, I think they're going to move on to the seventh seed play who play the Celtics. Eastern Conference Finals. It'll be, a, it'll be a good game. I think it'll be a good game for sure. That'll probably be one of the better, the better yeah, games. Yeah, one of the better playing games. games. Um, so the, ne- the next one is your Bulls versus the Raptors. Uh. Yeah, in this game, listen, I'm a Bulls fan, um, but I'm also a realistic Bulls fan. Uh, I know in a previous podcast, we were talking about why the Bulls didn't just blow it up, like their assets are uh, devaluing, and I think that the Raptors are just a significantly better team. Uh, in Toronto, I don't trust the Bulls to perform in this scenario, even with the addition of Pat Beth. Um, I'll, I'll take the Raptors to win this game comfortably, unfortunately. Yeah, I'm going Raptors as well. Um, like you said, the Bulls, outside of really Levine, don't have too much. Um, Nick Nurse, I think, is a better coach. And then you got guys like Scotty Barnes, OG. You still got Siakam. It's been kind of a lost season for, for Chicago, too. Yeah. I think I mean, Chicago is one of those teams that underperformed significantly. I just don't think their hearts are really, really into this playing tournament as much as they probably should be. Yeah, I agree. I was honestly surprised to even see them in, in the playing tournament. Yeah, the Eastern over. Conference just has no no depth, but we'll I think we'll get to that later. Yeah. I think the Raptors, I think they'll be win this one fairly easily. <clears throat> we got the, yeah. the next playing game. So who who do you have in mine that one? Is, mine is uh, Raptors Heat. Um, Raptors. I will take the Heat in this game. Um, I think they're just more experienced. Like you said, they went to the Eastern Conference Finals last year. Um, they've been to the finals in the past five years. Like Jimmy Butler is a real thing. Playoff Jimmy is a real thing that you alluded to. Um, and yeah, I just think they're a better team than Toronto is. And they're playing in Miami. I'll take the Heat to close it out. I have the Hawks and the Raptors. And I'm going to go with the Hawks. But I think it's going to be a good game because there's usually, at least the last since the play-in started, there's been one team that's a nine or ten seed that does squeak in. But I think, um, like you said, with the East, it's not very deep, and so I think there's a there's a pretty significant drop off as you keep going down the list. So I'm going to have the Hawks edge in this one now, I'm getting the eight seed. Yeah, I think that the the Heat and the Hawks are. A- you're above the Bulls and the Raptors. I think it's going to be those two in, in 
whatever order. I don't think it's going to be particularly close either. Yeah. Yeah, the 9 and 10, really. Um, like like the Bulls, 40 and 42. Raptors, 41 yeah. and 41. So, like, they're really kind of average. Yeah. All right, now we can move into the actual playoffs. Yeah, now we go to the actual playoffs. Start off with the 1v8. You have Milwaukee and... I have Milwaukee playing Miami in this game. Miami. Um, I don't think that this is a particularly great matchup for Milwaukee just because of the size that Miami does have in the interior. Um, but that being said, I am going to take Milwaukee, and I'll, I'll go six games just because Miami has that playoff experience. Um, I don't think the Bucks match up super well against Miami. Uh, so for that reason, I'll take the Bucks in six games here. But I mean, the Bucks are they have the best record in the league for a reason. Um, they've got a top. They've got arguably the best player in the league in Giannis. Like they'll they'll take care of business. Yeah, yeah. I I, I don't think I think depending on the team, it's I think the most they'll give is six. Um, but I have I have Milwaukee and Atlanta, and I'm going to have this one going in th- going to Milwaukee in five. I think Atlanta will steal one just because I feel like Trey Young will just have a game where he drops like forty something. Yeah, he's due for that at least one time in the playoffs. Yeah, they'll snag one. But this this Bucks team is miles ahead of this Hawks team. Uh, like you said, they have Giannis, who's a MVP candidate again. Um, you got Chris Middleton's fully healthy this this time, which is big, obviously. Um, Drew Holiday's still there. He's had one of his better seasons. Um, I think this, this Milwaukee team is one of the best in the league, if not the best in the league. And I think it's they're gonna put light work in with whoever really really whoever they play in the eighth seed. Hmm. All right. Uh four, five, Cavs and Knicks. Cavs, Knicks. Uh this is this is one of the most intriguing first round matchups that we have um julius randall and the knicks kind of a bounce back year um compared to what they did last season i don't even think they made the play-ins last season which i don't know if anyone could even predict that um and this Cavs team who's got a core that's going to make some real real noise here in about two three years i feel like um so both teams that are kind of on the up and up and both teams that kind of surpassed uh, expectations based on what was initially like predicted of them coming into the year. Um, ah, this is hard. I'm going to take the Cavs. I think I'll take them in seven. Um, these two teams went back and forth throughout the entire regular season. But, I mean, Donovan Mitchell um, and arguably Evan Mobley, although you could say Julius Randle, I would say Donovan Mitchell and Evan Mobley are better than anything the Knicks can throw at them. Um, and also the Cavs defense has been really, really good, and you kind of need that to succeed in the postseason. I think it's going to be a really good series, um, but I think that the guys the Cavs have will make a few more shots than the Knicks. I'll take the Cavs in seven. I want to go Cavs in six. I think, like you said, they have the two best players in Donovan Mitchell and and Evan Mobley. Uh, their defense is one of the best in the league with uh, Evan Mobley being a defensive player of the year candidate and then Jared Allen being the defender he is. Um, and I, I just think Garland and Sexton – or not Sexton, sorry, he's gone. Garland and Mitchell are going to just completely ball out. And I think it, it's going to be bittersweet for the Knicks because, like, they got the New York kid – Mitchell, who all Knicks fans thought they were going to get, and now he's beating you in the playoffs. I think it's going to be that irony there. Is, I think it's pretty good. I but, forgot yeah. about that. The Knicks were one of the front runners to land Donovan Mitchell yeah. uh, last offseason, so they're kind of they, – they want revenge, but, I mean, they do. still. I just think this Cavs team, they've been hot. I think yeah. I think they're um, miles better – or not miles better, but I, th- I think it's going to be a, a, one of the better series, but – we're gonna give the edge to Cleveland there. Uh, yeah, I was part of my. All right, now we got Philly and a Brooklyn three six. Ah, uh, I I think Philadelphia is gonna make light work of this series. I'm gonna take the Sixers in five. Um, I mean I think that this is a poor matchup for the Nets. 
um, especially with everything that they've lost around the trade deadline. Um, really, the only reason the Nets are even this high up is because of what they did before the trade deadline. Um, they kind of floated above water until the end of the regular season. Um, but, I mean, Joel Embiid, he might win his first MVP, which I don't know if it's deserved this year, but based on the way his career has gone, the stats he's put up, it's fully deserved. Um, James Harden, uh, it still worries yeah. me um, about his playoff struggles, but I think we'll get to that in a little bit. I mean, he's still one of the best guards in the league. Um, and, yeah, I, I think the Sixers team is way too much for this next team, for the Sets team to even compete with. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to have the Sixers win this one in four, have them sweeping them. Uh, like you said, I don't think this, this Nets team is not where they were pre-trade deadline. Um and most of their success was pre-trade deadline. They got guys like Nicholas Claxton yeah, and um, Dale Bridges, Dale Bridges, who have been really good. But it's not you. It's nothing compared to Joel Embiid, who's an MVP candidate, arguably MVP front runner, front runner James Harden, who had a really good season this year. You did. Uh, and then you got Tyrese Maxey on top of that. You still have Tobias Harris. I just like that Sixers team. Is really deep and really good, and I think they're gonna make light work with Brooklyn. Yeah, the, Philadelphia is really, really good. They are like they're really good. It's a shame that they play with Milwaukee and Boston because I think they would they could have been the best team in the West if they were in the West this year. Uh, this yeah. Philly team can make a deep, deep playoff run. Yeah, I really, I really like Philly. I think, I think with obviously you know like Harden has his up and downs in the playoffs. But I think uh, he's been playing really well lately, and I think I think he can kind of turn it, turn that, turn that narrative around at least for a series. Yeah, for sure. Right now we got Boston, and you had uh, I have Atlanta. Um, yeah, I'm gonna take. I think the Celtics are gonna sweep the Hawks. Um, if this happens, um, I mean, I just I don't, like you said, I don't love the Hawks roster. Um, top to bottom, and there's there's no chance that they're going to be able to keep up with a Boston team who's arguably the best in the Eastern Conference, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown. Um, that team is loaded. Peyton Pritchard, when he finally gets a starting role somewhere, he's going to explode. But the fact that they have him coming off the bench, they've got six-man of the year and Malcolm Brogdon, like, that team is loaded from top to bottom. And I don't think Atlanta can even come anywhere near what Boston has to offer. I think Boston's going to sweep that series. Yeah, Boston's a powerhouse. I have them going against Miami. I have them winning in five. Um, Miami is a better team, but I just think the the star power between Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown is going to overwhelm them. Grant Williams can play on um, – he can play defense three through five. He's an excellent defender. You got Marcus Smart who can lock up. Guys like Jimmy Butler, guys like Tyler Hero. And then, like you said, they have Brogdon coming off the bench there. As a six-man, you got Robert Williams. I think their team is just complete. And like I said last year, their team is built to win in the playoffs. And I think I think they're going to continue that. And I think it's going to start with this, with making pretty light work here with um, who they play with the seventh seed. They're going to know after tomorrow, too. They're going to have – a little bit to prepare for whoever they're playing. And I think that that front office is going to get them uh, ready to go for that series. Yeah, for sure. All right, second round. I think we both yeah. have Bucks, Cavs, and then Sixers, Celtics. Yeah, that's probably what most people have. Yeah. Um, Bucks, <laughs> Bucks, Cavs. Uh, I, I don't know if you're going to like this. I'm going to take the Bucks in five. Um, in this game, I just don't think the Cavs are quite there yet. Um, and I, I, I want to be shocked if they lose to the Knicks in the first round. I think the Knicks team, that Knicks team is built uh, to tell the team like Cleveland. Um, but I think Milwaukee is, they're on a mission. Uh, they're built to win. The, Giannis wants his second ring. Like, for, for sure, he wants it bad. Um, and I don't think that Cavs team is going to be able to put up much of a resistance in that fight against Milwaukee. I'll take uh, Milwaukee in five. Yeah, I think Milwaukee will definitely win this series. 
Um, I'm going to – I'll say five as well. I think they do match up decently with them. I think Evan Mobley on Giannis is a good matchup. Um, and the only issue is I feel like True Holiday is going to have to be the X factor in that series. I yeah. think with his defense, I think he can. I think he can slow down Mitchell, and then it's going to rest on Garland's shoes. And like you said, this Cavs team is good, but they're not there. They're not yet. quite there yet. Give them a couple years, and they could be really, really scary. Yeah. And it does suck that their uh, like their second round matchup is with the powerhouse that is the Milwaukee Bucks, but um, but yeah, I think this is where the Cavs Cavs in their in their season. <clears throat> um, like yeah, I agree. They have a really good a good bright future. They keep building on it, keep progressing. But this Bucks team is a juggernaut. Like you said, Giannis is hungry for that second ring, and so I think I think the Bucks will make like work of the Cavs. Yeah. Seven. Um, Sixers and Celtics. This is All always right. a good. Always, a yeah. Good this is always a great matchup. Ah, uh, let me make. I'm gonna make this clear, right? This Sixers team is not the is not the Sixers teams of old. Okay, they have shown this year that they can compete at the highest level. Like I said earlier, I think if they were in the West, they could have arguably been the best team in the West. Um, but the. Playoff struggles from James Harden and from Joel Embiid and from that team are real, right? I don't know if I know Ben Simmons isn't on that team anymore, but a lot of those players remember um, how they choked against Atlanta a couple years ago in that in that Eastern Conference semifinals. Um, and Boston, uh, they know what it's like to be in the finals. That team is incredibly loaded. Um, but I the thing is, I think. Philadelphia has the best player in the series in Joel Embiid. So it's like he could single-handedly win that series on his own. Uh, I'm I'm still going to take Boston. I don't I can't I can't pick against um them in that scenario. Uh I'll take him in 7. I think it's going to be a really really good series. Um but I'll I'll go with the Celtics there. Yeah, I'm going Boston 7 as well. Um, I agree with pretty much everything you said. Like the Sixers team is very good, um, but there is always that that thought in the back of your mind that Embiid and Harden historically haven't been the best playoff closers. Yeah, and against a team like the Celtics, you let them get um, like a couple of game lead on you, and, and you're you're done. Yeah, and so I think I think. With the game seven being in Boston, I think it's going to be a, a huge for for that series. And I think Joel Embiid is going to have a phenomenal um, series. Like you said, he's the best player in the um, in the series. But I think Tatum and Brown are going to do what Tatum and Brown have done since last playoff run and continue on this year and just dominate. And I think it's going to be a great series. Probably one of the best playoff series, like other than obviously like the conference finals. Um, I think it's going to be a super competitive series. The it's Boston- going to be one of the best second round series we've had in a long time. Yeah, absolutely. And Boston and Philly always goes at each other. It's always yeah. a fun series. Um, so, yeah, but I think Boston's just too good. I think they're that Philly's going to go down in seven, but I'm excited for that series. Yeah, so. for sure. All right, ECF, Bucks, yeah, Celtics. Bucks, Celtics. You want to talk about teams going at each other? This could be one of the one of the rivalries of the next decade. Um, watching that second round series last year um, was something. I don't want to sound like an old head, but something straight out of the '90s at times. Um, those teams were scrapping and fighting and clawing at each other for seven games, and it ended up uh, Chris Middleton being hurt. I think uh, hurt the Bucks offensively. And that's where they lost that series. Um, I don't think it's going to be the same result. Um, I think that this Bucks team is is on a on a mission. Like I said earlier, I think Giannis wants a second ring. I think they remember the sting of Game Seven in Boston last year. Um, and if it were to get to a Game Seven, it'll be in Milwaukee, and that place will be bouncing. But I don't think it's going to get to a Game Seven. I think I'm going to take Milwaukee in six in this series. 
<clears throat> I'm gonna have Milwaukee in seven. I think Boston does push them to their push them to their limits, but like you said, at home, game seven in Milwaukee, Giannis is the type of player to just take over a game. And I think Giannis is gonna He's a behemoth. Absolutely. And I think Giannis is gonna have a type of game that he had in was it the game six of the finals where he dropped fifty one legacy yeah. type game? Yeah, I think Giannis is going to have that type of game in game seven. He's gonna rise up to the occasion. And I think it's gonna that's gonna be like um how like I guess right now how like the Bengals and Chiefs have been just two really high powered teams going at each other and like you yeah. never know. Clear superstars all yeah. over the place. It's gonna be a great a great series, but I think I think Milwaukee is gonna edge him out. And another reason why is because uh to close the season, Boston didn't have the greatest ending of the season. Yeah. They lost a lot of games that they definitely should have won. They they got back on track a little bit um these last couple of games, but I just think they they kind of slipped a little bit in my in my um in my head. And I think I think Milwaukee's just been dominant all year. And just Giannis's versatility on offense and defense is unmatched. And like you said, it's nineties basketball basically and that, that caters directly. It's nine it's nineties basketball with better outside shooting in this yeah. in this series. But I think that's gonna be we're gonna see Celtics and Bucks a lot in yeah. the foreseeable future. For sure. So we both got Bucks. I think we both have the exact same Eastern Conference. <clears throat> I think apart is- from who like the one and two seeds are playing. Other than yeah. that, I think it's the exact same in terms of who's advancing. Yeah, we'll we'll recap it real quick. Yeah. So I have the Bucks beating the Hawks. The Cavs beating the Knicks, the Sixers beating the Nets, and then the Celtics beating the Heat, and then I have Bucks beating Cavs, Celtics beating Sixers, and then Bucks beating Celtics in the ECF. And moving on to the finals. Yeah, I've got I've got Bucks over Heat, Cavs over Knicks, uh, Sixers over Nets, uh, Celtics over Hawks, and then Bucks over Cavs, Celtics over Sixers, and then Bucks over Celtics in the Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah, well, the East is. I feel like the East is fairly straightforward. It's a lot more cut and dry than yeah. the West is. Yeah, so I feel like most people will probably have what we had. I don't think any. I mean, you never know, but I don't think anything too crazy is going to happen. But we'll move on to the wild, wild West. Yeah, as this they call is. It. This is an unknown. Um, the West is significantly worse than the East this year, in my opinion. Um, the top heavy teams um, have a lot of question marks. Yeah, for and sure. I think that's going to kind of teeter what we think, um, how it's going to go. But I don't know but, about significantly worse. I would say that the top teams are not as good as the top teams in the East. But in terms of top to bottom in a conference, uh, well, yeah, top I to would bottom say it's a lot better than the East in terms of depth. Yeah, yeah. that's a better way of saying it. Um, yeah, we'll we'll move straight into it with the Lakers and the Timberwolves playing game seven v eight. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm going to take the Lakers in this game. Um, I mean, a LeBron is a machine. <laughs> There's not really a whole lot else to say. Um, he's dropping top five player in the league numbers at the age of 38. Um, and they're finally. If they can stay healthy, Anthony Davis is playing super well. Their role players are performing like they should. Um, their defense since the All-Star break has been, I think, the best in the league. Um, and they're just a significantly better team than the Timberwolves. I think I'll take the Lakers in this game. I don't think it's going to be close either. Yeah, I agree. I think the Lakers are going to win pretty handily. Um, and like like you said, this Lakers team has gelled a lot lately. Um, when AD's healthy, they're a completely different team. AD's been on a tear since LeBron was out, and even with LeBron coming back, he's still been still been playing well. Um, the role players have been stepping up tremendously. Uh, Jared Vanderbilt has been great on defense. Austin Reeves has come out of nowhere and become a great role player for them. Yeah. Uh, you got D'Lo, 
Malik Beasley. They they got guys now, and you got to credit that trade deadline, man. They fixed the ton. They knocked of it out of the park. Absolutely knocked it out of the park, and that's why. I mean, what they were? What were they? A thirteen seed going? Yeah, into they were thirteen seed in like February. Into, I think. Yeah, and they ended at a seventh seed, and very very well could have been the sixth seed if one if they would have won that Clippers game, but. But yeah, I think also another reason, um, all the stuff that happened to Minnesota yesterday with, um, yeah, with Rudy Gobert, Rudy Gobert and- punching Kyle Anderson, he's suspended for the game, and then uh, Jaden McDaniels punching fracturing a wall and fracturing his hand. That's just two big blows defensively for Minnesota, and I don't think Cat has the ability to really like carry that team. I mean, Ant probably could, but I think there's too much going on in Minnesota right now. I think it's going to be pretty easy for the Lakers. But yeah, I'm, the the Timberwolves just imploded yesterday. Yeah, I don't. I remember I was uh, playing a cornhole with my family, and I came inside, and I was I switched to NBA TV because it had the coverage of all the games, and I saw that Rudy Gobert punched Kyle Anderson, and I was like, wait, I was like, wait a minute, this is a game before the playoffs start. Like, this is the absolute worst possible time. And, yeah. like, it it was kind of funny to be, oh, it was hilarious. To be, to be full-on honest with you. It was hilarious. Well, I think the worst part of that wasn't even Gobert. It was McDaniels yeah. the pan, punching a wall. Like, that hurts them. He's a big fun. piece for the Timberwolves. Yeah. So, that, like, that hurts them. Like, you could go without Gobert. Like, that obviously wouldn't, like, it hurts. But, like, you could do it. But without those two, and I think Nas Reed's not going to play either. So no, nah, I think he's out too. So they're they're going to be pretty pretty low. I think AD's going to have a field day. Yeah, so. for sure. All right, moving on to nine ten Pelicans in Thunder. Yeah, um, I'm actually going to take the Thunder in this game. Um, I think the Pelicans losing yesterday. I think they also have a bunch of question marks regarding Zion and what the future with that's going to look like. Um, and Shea is a dog. Shea is crazy. I think I think most people regard him as a, as a top 20, 25 player in the NBA. Um, I think even that's kind of underselling him. He's going to be an absolute stud in this league. He's the only reason the Thunder are even in this spot. Once uh, Shet Holmgren went down, people were predicting them to finish like 12th, 13th in the West, and they're 10th because of his outstanding play. Mm-hmm. Um I, I the Thunder are a team that's playing with house money, um, and that can be dangerous at times, especially when you catch lightning in a bottle. Um, I I'm going to take the Thunder in this game. I'm going to go Thunder as well. Um, the main reason being that I'm pretty sure Zion's doubtful for this game yeah. if he hasn't been ruled out already. But without Zion, the Pelicans, like you said, have a lot of question marks. They've struggled lately, and Shea has been phenomenal this season, averaging over 30 points a game. He's been an absolute bucket. Then you got Josh Giddy, who's been phenomenal as well. Ultimate uh, Swiss Army knife. Yeah. Then you got Jalen Williams, the rookie, who's had a great season. Um, and like you said, they're playing with house money, and they they got, they got nothing to lose. Really. No, they don't. They, like they're not. They don't need to like lose to get a better draft pick. They have plenty of them, so they're just playing just to play. And like you said, lightning in the bottle, and I think that's gonna help them out a lot. And I think I think the Thunder team is. Is is underrated, and I, I like sure. I like their I like their team a lot. They're a fast, young, fun team led by Shea, who's a phenomenal talent, and I think that's what you need. And I think they're going to beat beat the Pelicans. All right. Um. So do we yeah, both Thunder? Yeah. Both have Timberwolves Thunder. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I'm again. I'm riding with the Thunder here. Um. Again, they're playing with house money and everything that's going on with the Timberwolves. I think I genuinely think Minnesota sports teams might be cursed, um, because I I don't I can't recall something like that happening, um, a couple days before the playoffs start. Uh, I think if the if that didn't happen, uh, I think I might take the Timberwolves here. But the fact of the matter is that it did. Um, and again, the Thunder playing with house money. I think Shea is the best player on the court by a country mile. Um, and in games like that, you need your players to step up in, in one-game eliminations. So I'm going to take the Thunder in that game, too. I'm going to take the Thunder as well. Um, like like I said, I really like their team. 
Their only their only thing that I that does worry me is their defense is horrible. Like their defense is is very bad. But with McDaniel's not being there, and then obviously Gobert will be back by that point. I just think the Timberwolves have too much firepower. I think Shea is going to get like forty, and I think they'll sneak into that eight seed to face the Nuggets. Speaking of the Nuggets, we'll, yeah, we'll, start, we'll, we'll start, start with, with that series. Thunder and Nuggets. Uh, yeah, I think this is where the Thunder's run comes to an end. Uh, unfortunately, like you said, their defense is really bad. Um, and Nikola Jokic might be the best offensive player in the league. Um, and that's just not a good combination. Uh, I think for that alone, I'll take the Nuggets in five. I think Shea's good enough to where uh, he'll be able to steal a game. But in terms of talent and roster building, I mean, Michael Porter Jr. Uh, is a is. I mean, he doesn't ever pass the ball, but he's a bucket. Um, Jamal Murray's back from injury. Um, do they still have Aaron Gordon? Yes, they still have Aaron Gordon, right? Yeah, he's a good yeah. defensive piece, um, and he just he can put on a highlight reel at any moment. Um, and I think the Thunder have a bright future. Uh, I think this is really. I think getting to the eight seed will be really good for them. Mm-hmm. But I think it's just a terrible matchup for him. So I'll take the Nuggets here. Yeah, I'm going to take the Nuggets in four. I think the main reason being that the Thunder's defense is bad and they don't have anybody to guard Jokic whatsoever. Um, and like you said, Jokic is on very well could win his third straight MVP. He's my MVP for this year. He's the type of he's the type of player that we've never seen before. Um, the way he can pass the ball, the way he can just move on offense as a big man is something that we've never seen in the NBA before. And you got playoff Murray. I think he's going to step up because he's been kind of since his injury. He's been good, but not where he was pre-injury. I think he's going to step it up. Michael Porter Jr., like you said. He when he gets hot, he's hot and he's not going to miss. But like you said, he doesn't pass. He doesn't the ball, ever pass the ball. He doesn't need to. You have Jokic and Jamal Murray on that team, and, uh, and he doesn't take it. He never takes an open shot. No, it's, it's all contested, contested, which is hilarious. But but yeah, I think this Nuggets team is just too good for the Thunder. The Thunder are are young and inexperienced, and like the Nuggets have been there before, and I think that's going to be a big reason. So I have them sweeping them. Now, this is going to be a fun series. This next one we got here, the 4-5 with the Suns and the Clippers. Yeah. Um, it's going to be real interesting. Um, but the big question mark here is how available is Paul George going to be? Um, I think if Paul George was fully healthy, this could be a seven-game series. Um, but he's not. Uh, I think they said he's going to miss at least the first uh, game or two of that series. Um, and for that reason, I'm going to take the Suns in six games. Um, I mean, that team is that team might have the best starting five in the NBA. Um, and I think that's gonna shine in this series against the Clippers team. Uh, I think this might be the Clippers' first real run. Uh, no, no, they had they had Paul George and Kawhi back in 21. They went, they went, I mean, are you saying like first run with PG and Kawhi? Yeah. Okay, because I was gonna say they went on that run a couple years. Yeah, ago. they went to the Western Conference Finals a couple years ago with Paul George and Kawhi. Kawhi didn't play. Yeah, um, so this could be their first real opportunity, but I don't know how available Paul George is gonna be, and for that reason, I'm gonna take the Suns in six. I'm gonna take the Suns in six as well. I think the Paul George injury is gonna be huge, um, and like you said, the Suns have the best starting five in basketball probably with. Chris Paul, Devin Booker, you got um, Kevin Durant, who's their who's their power forward, or do they put Kevin Durant in the power forward? Whatever. They got yeah, Aiden it doesn't Stowe. really matter. Like that team, and aren't they? Haven't they since KD's been there or played? They haven't lost, right? Uh, in games that KD has played, I don't believe so. Yeah, I don't think he K- played games that. Yet. Yeah, in games that KD's played, they have not lost. So, um, I just think the Suns team is. It's nasty. They're getting as long as they can stay healthy, they're yeah. they they can definitely make a big run. And I mean that begs the question for like the Clippers, like what do you what do you do from here? Like this this is gonna be the third season where you've gone into the playoffs really 
without one of your star players. And I mean, that begs the question, like, like what's the ceiling for this team now? Like other than them going to the Western conference finals a couple of years ago, they've been, they've been disappointing. I mean, when they, when they first got together, PG and Kawhi, like they were supposed to run the, the West yeah. with the Lakers and it hasn't happened. So for the, for the Clippers, like, Paul George and Kawhi are both in both in their mid to mid thirties, so they're not getting any younger. And like, like, what do what do they do from from there if they if they do kind of get have a bad showing here in this first round? I think I think the the Clippers will go, will go in with some question marks from this sure. next offseason. Like whether they trade Kawhi or they trade PG or or what? Is it but, one last roll of the dice? You know, I don't. Yeah, they got to they, they got to do something, or the Clippers are just cursed. Yeah, that that might be a case too. <laughs> but yeah, I think I I do agree. If Paul George was there, I think this series could go the distance. But with him probably missing two to three games, and even when he comes back, might not be fully healthy because it was a pretty pretty bad leg injury. Um, so we'll we'll see. Um, up next. Speaking of cursed teams. Speaking of cursed teams, we have the Kings and the Warriors. Um, I think the Kings are one of the greatest stories in sports just in general this year. Um, and that first game is going to be rocking. That I'm pretty first sure it's game, already like sold out. Yeah, that first game. I think it's the nightcap on Saturday, which is like really cool. Um and and for that reason, I'm gonna take the Kings to win that game, um, and then the Warriors to win the last four. Uh, I'll take I'll take the Warriors in five. The Kings are one of the worst defensive teams in the league, um, and the Warriors are the defending champions. I know that they haven't been able to win on the road consistently. I know some players have been out, but they still have Clay, Steph, Jordan Poole, Draymond Green. Um, they've got championship pedigree, um, and the Kings have set themselves up for. Uh, a bright a bright road ahead, at least more bright than 21 straight years without a playoff appearance. But uh, I I just think the Warriors are too good. I'll take the Warriors in five. Yeah. Let's just give the Kings a round yeah, of applause. Let's give them their flowers. For breaking, what was it, 18? I think it was no, 20. Like, was it 21 years? I thought their last year was in last 2002. Was 20, 2002, right? Yeah. They're 21 Playoff twenty-one year playoff drought, which was the most in any professional sport. So, hats off to the Kings for finally making it. Um, but sadly, they got matched up with. This is the worst possible matchup for them in the yeah. first round. So, I think it's going to go in six, just because I think the Warriors they've been abysmal on the road, like one of the like historically one of the worst road teams. In the like in, in recent history, yeah. and I think, I think um, the Kings, they got some fire now. They're like, all right, like we're legit. We're three seed. Like we're, we're here. And like you said, th- those first two games in Sacramento are going to be rocking. Those stadiums going to be electric, and I think that's going to boost them to push through. But then I think they got to um, go back to Golden State after that. Yeah, point, though. I think. You got Steph, Jordan Poole, you still have Draymond, you got Clay. Like that's they're they're all, as long as you have Steph and Clay, the Warriors are going to be good. Yes. As long as they're both healthy, the Warriors are going to be good. And sadly, the Kings just aren't there yet. But it's a good building block. They completed they they've completed their mission of making it to the playoffs. Mike Brown is a heck of a coach, should be right up for coach, coach of the year. Of the year. Yeah. And he's a former Warriors assistant, so he might know little tricks, tips and tricks up his sleeve. But, but yeah, I think for Kings fans, you just got to be happy that you're there, and you got to build on that. But I'm going to take the Warriors here in six. Yeah. And then we got Grizzlies and Lakers, Lakers right? Yeah, Grizzlies, Lakers. Um, I think this is going to be the best series of the first round. Mm-hmm. Um, I think both these teams kind of have something to prove. Uh, with all the stuff that's gone on with John Morant and Dylan Brooks. Dylan Brooks is kind of the villain of the NBA. 
Um, everyone kind of hates him. Uh, I also kind of hate him, but I think guys like him are good for the league. If that if that makes any sense. Um, but I'm gonna take the Lakers in this series. Um, I'm gonna take the Lakers in seven. Um, I think that LeBron. I mean, I don't think LeBron needs to prove anything else to anyone, but I think he feels like he has more to prove to people. Um, and a fully health, fully healthy Anthony Davis, D'Angelo Russell, Austin Reeves shining as of late. Uh, their role players are starting to to blossom. Um, and I think it might be a little bit of a shocker to people, but LeBron's been here time and time again. Um, Anthony Davis has been here numerous times. Um, this might be an AD legacy series, especially without Steven Adams in the interior. Um, and I think I'll take the Lakers in seven games here. Yeah, I'm going to be the Lakers in seven as well. I think it's going to be an absolute battle. But as with AD being healthy, that's huge for the Lakers. That's something they haven't had in recent years. LeBron is playing some of the best basketball that he's played. Of his career. Yeah. At 38. Like- Which is unreal. <laughs> and then, like like we mentioned, they actually nailed the trade deadline, so they got good role players. And honestly, if this, this team's fully healthy, reminds me a lot of that 2020 team with AD and LeBron balling out, and then you just have good role players around them. But obviously the leagues the leagues change, circumstances change. I don't think they're gonna like make a finals run, but but I think they're gonna do enough to get past the Grizzlies. Like you said, the Grizzlies have been under drama for the last probably month or two of the NBA season. Um, but I think John Morant is still John Morant, one of the best young talents in the league. He he's an absolute beast. You still have Desmond Bain, who shoots the three point shot at a high clip. Dylan Brooks, like you said. Is like the villain. He plays the villain role. He can play defense. And you got Jaron Jackson Jr., who I believe is the defensive player of the year. Um, he's still he's a phenomenal defender. And yes, losing Stephen Adams is going to hurt them. But I think Jaron Jackson is going to be able to kind of make that not as bad. But I still think I'm go, I'm running with the Lakers here and winning in seven. And yeah, I think it's going to be a, a great series. All right, now we got Suns and. Nuggets in the second yeah, round. Suns Nuggets. Um, this is any one of these four teams left. Suns Nuggets Warriors Lakers could win the Western Conference. Mm-hmm. Okay, I I fully one hundred percent believe that. Um, this series is going to be incredible. Um, and Jokic, like we said, is the best offensive player. I think he's the best offensive player in the league currently. Mm-hmm. Um, but he is a defensive liability. Okay, and you are playing a guy in Kevin Durant who has one of the highest scoring floors in NBA history, right? He's seven foot, handles the ball like a guard. Mm-hmm. Um, the Suns team, the Suns starting five is absolutely loaded. The one thing is, because injuries always happen, if someone on Phoenix gets hurt, it could derail their entire entire train. Mm-hmm. Um. These two teams, I think, are under the most pressure to win rings this year. Um, Because, like, with Denver, they're finally the one seed. They have everyone back healthy. Um, Jokic might win another MVP, still playing that MVPS level. Um, And then Phoenix went, put all their chips in to get Kevin Durant. Um, So I feel like they have to win a title while they have him, too, or else it's a complete failure. Um. Man, this is hard. Uh, I think I'm going to take Phoenix. I think I'm going to take Phoenix in seven because I don't trust Jokic on defense. I don't trust the Nuggets' defensive abilities at times. And I think that Devin Booker, Kevin Durant, um, DeAndre Ayton, he's not on Jokic's level, but I feel like he's still an adequate big man um, to kind of cause them issues. Um, and barring injury, I think obviously if someone if one of them gets hurt, I'll take the Nuggets in this series. Um, but I'm going to take the Suns in seven. I think I think it's going to be really, really, really tight. Yeah, I think this is going to be one again one of those really good second round series. I'm going to have the Suns winning in six. Um, I just think the biggest knock on. Jokic in his career so far has been he can't 
win in the playoffs. And I think that team of the Suns, like you said, barring injury, the offense of superpower is unbelievable. They like Devin Booker can get you oh, what did he average? Like twenty seven a game yeah. or something like that. Durant was averaging thirty. Um, DeAndre Ayton's obviously not what he was, but he's still a really good interior defender, and I think he's going to cause Jokic some problems. You still have Chris Paul, who obviously is older, but he can still move the ball well. And I just think this this Phoenix team, like you said, like they're built to make a finals run, and that's what they put all their chips in to get Kevin Durant. And I think, I just think they're going to be able to to outman. Um, that Denver team. That Denver team is good. Don't get me wrong. They're a great team, but I still think they're, they need one more piece to really kind of push them over the edge. And I think um, I think the Suns, with giving Kevin Durant, is massive. And I think, in my opinion, I think they're the best team in the West. And so for that reason, I'm going to have the winning in six. We got, uh, sorry, Lakers and Warriors. Right. Um, I'm going to take the Lakers in this series. Um, I I really am. Uh, for one reason and one reason only, I trust their ability to win on the road more than I trust the Warriors' ability to win on the road this year. Um, I think if it comes down to it, if the Lakers have to steal a game on in Golden State, to um, win that series. I trust them to do that more than I trust Golden State regaining home court advantage back. Um, and I just, I I think I'm, I'll take the Lakers in six. Um, I think they will be able to steal one in, or, or not in Oracle, in Golden State, and then kind of be able to protect home court advantage. Um, and again, barring injury, that, like you said, that Lakers team reminds you a lot of that 2020 team. Uh, with still prime AD LeBron playing at an absolutely phenomenal level. Um, and, yeah, I think I'll take the Lakers in this series. That might be a shocker, but. Not a shocker to me because I'm going to go with the Lakers in six as well. <laughs> um, yeah, like I said, I, I get a lot of 2020 vibes from this team. And I think the only thing that is going to derail them is injuries. Um but really, this this is an this is a AD series. This is the series that AD for them to win. He's this entire playoff run is going to be an AD playoff run. Yes, well, it's about time. Yeah. The last two years he hasn't even been like present, basically. But the biggest knock for the Warriors since they've been what they've been since 2015 has been their their center has always been a question mark, and. I think AD, when AD is healthy, AD is a top 10 player in the NBA when healthy. And I'd he, agree with that. Yeah. When, but yeah, but it's when healthiest. That's yeah, the keyword when healthy. Hasn't been healthy recently. But, and I just think he's going to absolutely dominate. And LeBron, LeBron's going to get some revenge here. LeBron, obviously, the, the Warriors have been a, a thorn in his side this last year. His whole, yeah, his latter half of his career. Yeah, and so I think this uh, this Warriors team is not what they once were, um, and I think also being on the road, I think it's going to hurt them a lot because they're not very good on the road. But um, yeah, I'm going to go to the Lakers in six. I, I I like this Lakers team. I I was very skeptical of them, but I absolutely loved what they did in the trade deadline, um, and that's. I think ultimately, I ultimately think that's going to catapult them in because their role players are just better than what. Than what? Um, All right. So, congrats on the Nuggets and the Warriors uh, yep. for making it to the Western Conference Finals. Uh, you know, Jokic is going to improve defensively. Steph Curry is going to have another legacy series. You know, it's just he's going to average like forty a game. Yeah, he's going to average forty a game. You know, and I know we don't make the rules. This is just how it is. AD is going to like twist his ankle like game one and then not yeah. play. Yeah, just not play the rest of the series. It's going to be 2018 finals all over again with LeBron. All right, so we got uh, Suns and Lakers. Suns, Lakers. Finals. Uh, I think this series is going to be a lot closer than people will initially give it credit for. Um, I don't... 
I have a feeling you're going to pick Phoenix in this series. Um, Because you said you don't think the Lakers are going to make a finals run. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Um, But, I mean, I think I'm going to take Phoenix in this series as well, uh, just because their starting five is so unbelievably good. Um, And I don't think, like, DeAndre Ayton is a a competent center. He is a quality center, uh, unlike whoever the Warriors are going to put up against Anthony Davis. Um, And again, barring injury, I just think the Warriors have a more, not the Warriors, the Suns have a more balanced uh, front five, starting five. Um, And I don't think the role players of the Lakers uh, on on their bench and their depth are going to be able to make up enough ground to beat the Suns in the seven-game series. I'll I'll take the Suns in six. I'm going to have the Suns in six as well. Great. Awesome. Um, yeah, I think this is where the, the Lakers run ends. Um, and I think the major reason is because is going to be because of Devin Booker. I think the Lakers can match up with, with KD as well as you can match up with KD. Um, and I think Aiton and AD, that's going to be a good matchup. But I, I don't, I don't see anybody on that team that can really take Devin Booker out of the game. And I think, th- I think this is going to be one where obviously you can never take KD out of the game, but right. um, I think this is going to be a series where Devin Booker takes over. I think the for the rest of the playoffs thing, it's going to be the KD show. I think KD, if he's if he stays healthy throughout this entire playoffs, I think he's gonna, I think he's going to be the main reason why they're winning their games. Yeah. And, uh, um, Booker will kind of be like the, the second player to that. But I think this Western Conference series, Western Conference Finals, Booker's going to step up. And I think they're going to win. They're going to win in six. But it's going to be a great, great series. See, Booker needs to after Luka embarrassed him. Yeah, that's in, true. In the Western Conference semifinals last year. Um, he kind of needs a series like that to get his narratives back to where they should be. We should probably talk about the Mavericks, not in this podcast, but in a later one, because that's that's a that's big that's a big big storyline right there. Yeah. Well, well, that'll that'll be in a future one here soon. But so yeah, we got a match, a rematch of the twenty twenty one finals. Bucks, Bucks, Suns, Bucks and Suns. But before we do that, let's just recap what we got in the Western Conference. So. I'll I'll start. I got the Nuggets beating the Thunder, the Suns beating the Clippers, the Warriors beating the Kings, and the Lakers beating the Grizzlies. And I have the Suns beating the Nuggets, Lakers beating the Warriors, and then the Suns beating the Lakers to move yeah. on to the NBA I've, Finals to play the Bucks. Yeah, again, I've got Nuggets over Thunder. I think it's the exact same. Nuggets over Thunder, Suns over Clippers. Uh, Warriors over Kings, Lakers over Grizzlies, Suns over Nuggets, Lakers over Warriors, and then Suns over Lakers in the Western Conference Finals. There's no uh, be different this time. Nah, no be different this time. Well, the NBA, the NBA is the one sport where like it's pretty straightforward. It's pretty straightforward in terms of who is like. There's usually not like a ton of upsets. There's like maybe one upset per entire postseason. Yeah. Um, unless you count like final series upsets, but I don't because they're both teams in the finals. Like last year, I I wouldn't even say the Celtics over the Nets was an upset. I would say that the Celtics sweeping the Nets was kind of like the big uh, yeah, that shocker of that postseason. And then the year before, it was like Hawks over Sixers, and that was the big one. Um, but other than that, the NBA is kind of straightforward. So no, no, be different with this one. It's crazy to think now, like the Nets look completely different yeah. from what they did a year ago. Steve yeah. Nash is gone, KD, Kyrie gone. Like, they're a whole new team. They're a completely new team. Just crazy. I, I I don't know if I've said this on the podcast before, but I'm sure you agree. I think that's one of the biggest failed super teams. Yeah, in NBA history. It's I think it's worse than when the Lakers got Dwight Howard and Steve Nash. Yeah, because those guys, like, obviously they were good, but they were towards the end of their careers. Yeah, they were out of their primes. Although they also missed the playoffs entirely. That's true. But, I I mean, you have Harden, KD, and 
Kyrie Irving and Kyrie and they played what fifteen games together or something like that. Yeah, and then they got swept. Had to trade Harden. Like yeah, in in fairness, um. I do think if KD's shoe size was half a size smaller yeah, that's true, that's true. in the 2021 series against Milwaukee, the Nets we're, probably win the finals. Yeah, we're not having this conversation. Yeah. The butterfly effect of KD's shoe size would send a ripple yeah. effect through the entire It would shake up the entire NBA. Mm-hmm. But yeah, speaking of the 2021 finals, we got a rematch of that, Suns and Bucks. So who are you going to have winning yeah. the 2023 um, NBA Again, no be different. I'm going to take, I think it's the same outcome as the 2020 finals. Um, I'm going to take the Bucks, and I don't know if this series is going to be particularly close. I think Milwaukee is that good um, this year. Uh, Giannis is, I think he's going to finish top three in MVP voting. Um, I think it's at least now it's a very clear Jokic, Giannis, Embiid, and then everyone else. Yeah. Um, he's going to finish top three in MVP voting. He's probably still the best player in basketball, even though he's probably not going to win the MVP um, mm-hmm. in terms of top to bottom and all facets of his game. Um, and, yeah, Giannis can match up really well with Kevin Durant. Giannis is one of those guys that I think can slow down Kevin Durant a little bit. Um, and assuming they still have Chris Middleton, he's going to add a whole other depth to that that series. Um, but I think a real X factor is going to be Drew Holiday. Um, if the 2021 playoff run wasn't enough, this might be a Drew Holiday legacy series in terms of he's going to go down as one of the most underrated players of this of the past decade, decade and a half in the league. Um, and I don't trust the Suns' depth at this point. Um, they might be a little bit banged up because I think the Suns are going to have two or three playoff series where they're fighting and clawing for every game and I think the only real one for Milwaukee is going to be Boston um, plus they're going to have home court so I think I'm going to take Milwaukee in five um, and I'll say I'll say Drew Holiday wins finals MVP Drew Holiday legacy series okay. MVP. all right this is a tough one for me I like both teams but I think I'm going to go Bucks and six I think I, I just have a feeling that at some point, kind of like you said, one of the Suns players is going to go down. Like It's either going to be like Chris Paul or KD or one of, one of their major players is going to not be 100% going into the finals. I just have a feeling because just history aside, like that's kind of what's happened. Yeah. Um, but I think Gian, Giannis is just, that good like Giannis is he's going to cement himself as one of the best power forwards ever after this series I mean he's phenomenal I think I think he's going to win finals MVP um but I just think the Bucks have more depth which I think is going to outduel what the Suns have with their with their first five but I think it's gonna be a great series but and Chris Paul once again is going to be this close to winning. Yeah. Kevin Durant. I this might be a this is allegedly uh I think the basketball gods um think that Kevin Durant sold his soul to get two rings and two finals on the of the Warriors and he they're never gonna allow him to win again. Never going to allow him to win Never again. gonna allow him to win again. That's um, a fair point. And yeah, I think that's another reason why I'm gonna take Milwaukee in this series. I just no, I'm not going to say I can't respect Kevin Durant for what he did with Golden State, but I also can't respect Kevin Durant for what he did with Golden State. Um, but yeah, that's that's another reason. But yeah, I just think Milwaukee is is too good, um, and it's it's similar to how the NFL went, where they had one little blip year where some new stars emerged and a team from California ended up winning, and now we're back to regularly scheduled programming, which is the best player in the league. Uh, doing best player in the league things and leading their team to championships. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. We got the NBA's winding down here. We got the NFL draft coming up in what, two weeks? Yeah, two weeks from Thursday. NFL draft coming up two weeks. So yeah, we're we're getting close to that kind of kind of dead period yeah. after the NBA's done. But we got baseball starting up which was fun. Um, but yeah, so exciting stuff. 
<clears throat> Nick, thanks for coming on. Thanks always for having me. It's always got to get you on the prediction prediction ones. <laughs> yeah. Even though this one was probably this the one wasn't too anticlimactic one that we've had so far. Yeah. But that's okay. Listen, I promise you, my takes uh, they're they're not going anywhere. Don't worry. Nothing, Jackson. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Always a pleasure to be on here, Evan. Good, good. All right, well, that's going to wrap it up for today. Hope you all enjoyed. Um, leave a like and subscribe if you did, and we'll see you guys in the next one. Peace.